Let's talk about biodiesel. Everybody's favorite topic at 8-11 on a Monday morning. Good morning. I'm Greg Bishop. And if you ever have to get a hold of me, bishoponair at gmail.com, or you can follow me on social media. Just search out Bishop on Air. Uh, joining us now is Josh Sharp. He is the CEO of the Illinois Fuel and Retail Association. Josh, thanks for taking time with us this morning. Uh, and let's get right into it. The governor laid out nine different uh, incentive programs. He labeled corporate loopholes for a total of $930 million. One of them impacts biodiesel. What's your understanding here? No, that's right. Uh, that's right, Greg. He did. He uh, He's labeled this, uh, like you said, a tax loophole. Uh, make no mistake, though, uh, really what this is is another fuel tax. So instead of it being low on gasoline, uh, we're going after biodiesel. So it would allow the state to impose a state sales tax on on uh, biodiesel in addition to any other local taxes, which that's a huge deal really for the state of Illinois because, <laughs> because none of our surrounding states and virtually no states across the country uh, allow a sales tax to be imposed on fuel sales. I think there's only five of them. So, again, it makes Illinois sort of the hole in the donut in the Midwest when it comes to, you know, fuel tax policy. And it would be extremely damaging for my members, especially truck stop members uh, of the association, because right now they sell those products uh, without a sales tax. Again, it's already applied when it comes to gasoline sales. Biodiesel sales have been exempt from sales tax since, I think, 2003. It's worked well for us. It's incentivized biodiesel going into people's tanks. But uh, the governor, you know, wants to end that. How much of an impact did he lay out that would have? Because um, some of them are like a fourteen million impact, another is like a three hundred ninety million impact. It's hard to keep track of all nine different this one, uh, loopholes. I think he's flagged this one about one hundred and ten million dollars. So for the state of, for, for the state of Illinois, does that mean one hundred and ten million dollar tax increase at the pump for biodiesel? That's precisely what it means. Yes, and and that's not a. If you ask me, that's not a loophole. That's a new tax that people weren't paying before. Um, like I said, this has been something that's worked well for almost 20 years in this state. Uh, it's put you know people in jobs, you know, in biodiesel refining, biodiesel chemistry, and uh, now we want to go ahead and, like I said, not just impose Illinois taxes, but let the locals get in on the action, which is something I said earlier about five states uh, put a sales tax. It's, it's always a state sales tax usually on fuel products. Almost no other state, I think there's only two others, allow uh, the locals to tax as well. And Illinois not only allows the cities and municipalities, we also allow some counties to impose their own sales tax. So you get this horrible sort of tax pyramiding structure whenever you um, impose these uh, state sales taxes on, on fuel products, and it leads to, obviously, much higher prices than our neighboring states have, uh, which we compete with uh, for, for these biodiesel sales. We're talking with Josh Sharp. He's the CEO of the Illinois Fuel and Retailers Association on the WMAY morning news feed. Uh, Of course, with the biodiesel, uh, you know, possibly seeing higher taxes there. Uh, We've seen higher uh, gas taxes in Illinois compared to neighboring states. Uh, And I've talked with you before about just what these types of policies mean for uh, some of those businesses that are close to our neighboring states, that are border communities. Uh, Is this something you think is going to lead to people, you know, deciding, hey, they're just not going to fill up their their truck yeah. in illinois at all it, it would even I, I think it would be even more pronounced frankly with, with the diesel sales because most of those sales i mean clearly some um there's there's some consumers that have diesel vehicles trucks and cars uh but the vast majority of diesel sales are, are for large trucks and especially um semi-trucks those trucks have you know 
300-gallon tanks, and they have a huge range, and they can sail right on through Illinois over into Missouri or Iowa or Wisconsin and uh, ultimately get uh, a cheaper product for sale there than they would be able to in Illinois under the governor's proposal. Josh, what would this mean for uh, farmers who, you know, some of the uh, uh, byproducts of of agricultural products that they produce goes to help uh, produce biodiesel? How would this impact that? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm actually I've reached out to the Soybean Association to chat with them about what some of those those numbers might look like. But again, I think they've pegged it. I think there's a, you know, it's a it's a billion dollar industry. There's more than I think 7,000 jobs uh, in this line of work in the state. So I think it would be uh, very damaging, especially to the state's uh, uh, soybean, um, you know, uh, soybean industry, because it's going to result in less product going into uh, to diesel fuel. We're talking with Josh Sharp. He is the CEO of the Illinois Fuel and Retail Association on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Um, the proposed biodiesel uh, tax incentive changes the governor laid out, just one of nine different tax incentives uh, he called corporate loopholes. What are some of the other things that uh, you think your members, which you know, are convenience stores and fuel retail mm-hmm. outlets, uh, what are the other types of uh, tax incentives the governor is looking to close? Uh, how, how would they be impacted? Well, I mean, in terms of those incentives that he's talked about, this one really mostly directly affects us. But, you know, right now we're in the middle of, uh, you know, bill introduction season in the General Assembly. And, you know, we represent an association that's been, or or an an industry rather, that's really, I think, been uh, impacted uh, certainly by the pandemic, uh, especially gasoline sales. You know, we saw oil less than a year ago go to you know, go to negative numbers, which that's is right. something we've never seen before. Right. Forgot about that. Right? With, with yeah. everything else that's happened in the yeah. past year, I totally forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, o- oil was minus forty dollars a barrel. <laughs> so, um, you know, we're, we're coming off coming off of that. You know, we, we would like to see you know some support, frankly, by the legislature for you know the industry and realize that it's been tough, not just for us, but you know, for restaurants and businesses across the state. But instead, we've got legislation to. Uh, you know, ban styrofoam, to ban certain types of plastic, to ban latex gloves. Uh, to everything that just really makes business uh, harder for, for our industry. Uh, actually, the bill that's uh, last year, you may remember, it got some media attention to uh, ban people from pumping their own gas. That legislation is back, not necessarily uh, in the same form, but now we want to have a study commission, uh, create a task force to, to see what that might do for the state if uh, people couldn't pump their own gas. So, again, we already have these sort of uh, these barriers for, for our members uh, in the state. It's, it's difficult already to do business here. And uh, unfortunately, we're just seeing more pieces of legislation introduced that is only going to make it more difficult. Well, and I'd imagine, too, uh, having three minimum wage increases in the span of 13 months yes. during a pandemic probably didn't help much either. No. And now we have legislation pending to go to $20 an hour as the new minimum wage. Josh Sharp, Illinois Fuel and Retail Association. Greatly appreciate you taking the time. We'll connect again soon in the future, I'm sure, because uh, as you laid out there, there's a yeah. whole bunch of other proposals at the State House that are going to be impacting your members, uh, which means those people who, hey, listen, I got to go to a convenience store to fill up my tank every time I get low. So, you know, everybody out there has got uh, some kind of interaction with, uh, with uh, your, your association's members to some degree. That's right. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Greg. I appreciate it.